This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called How to Connect to Your Inner Child to Be a More Creative and Successful Marketer. My guest today is Lorraine Ball. After spending too many years in corporate America, Lorraine said goodbye to the bureaucracy, glass ceilings, and bad coffee to follow her passion to help small business owners succeed. Lorraine is a successful entrepreneur, author, professional speaker, and host of a weekly marketing podcast, More Than a Few Words. She brings creative ideas, practical tips, and decades of real-world experience to every conversation. And in her spare time, she loves to travel and take photos. Lorraine Ball, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Me too, me too. And, and so your inner child, how to unleash your inner child. Tell us about your inner child and why it's so important to your marketing. So the truth is that everyone is creative. We are all creative. We have different ways of of executing that, but a lot of us have been conditioned not to let that creative part of who we are shine through. And I find that so unfortunate because it really gets in the way when you're trying to do something innovative. Mm -hmm. And I want to take just a minute and give you three examples of where I think that creativity has just been smashed down. And the first is I went to a restaurant with my sister-in-law and my nephew, Stephen, who was at the time, maybe two and a half years old. Now, Mm -hmm. Stephen is a grown man with children of his own now. So that tells you how long ago this was. But we're sitting in the restaurant and into the restaurant comes a bald man. And this wasn't just a man who was a little bit bald. He had completely shaved head. Today, Mm -hmm. this is a very common fashion. It wasn't back then. Yeah. What does Stephen do at the top of his little lungs? He says, look, that man has no hair. (laughs) Everyone in the restaurant turns and looks at Stephen, looks at the bald man, and then looks at my sister-in-law, Karen, who is making herself as small as she can. as she says, don't say that. So what does he learn? Do not share interesting discoveries. Yeah. Think yeah. about how that implicate uh, sort of dominoes as you get older. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to fast forward one more quick story. I'm about seven years old. I'm in class. We're supposed to draw a picture of snow. Go figure. Okay. New York education, <laughs> whatever. Uh, uh. So as I'm drawing, I, I knock my glue onto the picture and I notice that the glue kind of looks like snow. So so what do I do? I put more glue on the paper. 
And I take my paper up at the end of class and I say, look, I used glue to make snow. And the teacher says, well, that wasn't what you were supposed to do. Well, yeah, I know, but it, but it looks cute, right? I mean, it's cool. And the teacher says it wasn't what it was supposed to do. Yep. F. F? Yeah. I get an F? Okay, note to self. Do not experiment with new materials. Right. Again, that creativity, just cramming it down. And this goes on and on. And so by the time we get out of school and get to our first job and we're told things like, well, we don't do it that way. That's not how it's done. Most people have taken whatever is left of their creative child and shoved it in a box and hammered the lid off and said, oh, no, we are yep. not going to do that. Yep. And, you know, to me, that's, that's where new business ideas come from. That's where innovative solutions come from. That's where you truly have a game-changing company or a game-changing culture. And I think most of us have been conditioned to never let that child out of the box. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Lorraine. And it's also where captivating, personality-driven content comes from. You know, I, I work with a lot of professional service providers, lawyers, accountants, uh, business owners, C-suite mm -hmm. executives, all of these people. And and when they put content out in the world, mm -hmm. it just feels like they're writing not as themselves. And oftentimes I know these people very, very well, and I know their personality, and I know that they're funny, and I, I know that they have so much character, and they're writing as if mm -hmm. they're writing for that grade school teacher who's going to give them an F mm -hmm. if they step outside the box. So I'm very professional. I'm very serious. I'm going to give you just the facts, ma'am. Nothing more, because if I step outside of the box, I'm going to get in trouble. And what results is the same old boring blah, blah, blah content that everybody else is writing and you never stand out as somebody to choose and do business with. No. And so, I mean, I think you need to let that inner child run a little wild. Yeah, um, yeah. One of the things about kids is that um, they fall down a lot. Sure. You know, if, if you watch a kid ride a bicycle, it's mm -hmm. forward, fall, forward, fall, forward, forward, forward. But you can't go forward if you don't fall down. Right. And so you have to give yourself permission when you are creating content. You have to give yourself permission to try things, to forgive yourself if you get it wrong, to yep. not be afraid, but to embrace that. Uh, I know it sounds very woo-woo, but, but to embrace that didn't work. Okay, yeah. why not? How did I lose my balance? And what do I take away from it to try the next time? I mean, when I first started my company, oh my God, was my writing boring. Oh, it was, it was, it was just, it was so boring. And it was very, like you said, very, very informative and very buttoned down. I was never buttoned down. I was never buttoned down in corporate. I sure as heck wasn't going to be buttoned down now. And there was this moment where I had um, someone who came to work for me, who was a really good writer. And she said, 
this doesn't sound like you. Right. And I'm like, well, okay. And what we ultimately came up with is I would actually, she'd ask me questions and I would answer them. And I got yeah. into the habit of just dictating and yeah. just talking. And my style is very, it's very much what you're seeing here, conversational storytelling. So the first thing you got to do is give yourself permission. Maybe this works for you. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. But give yourself permission to try something different. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, a moment ago, you said this may sound very woo-woo. And for those uh, who who latch onto that and think, yeah, yeah, you know, all the stuff you're talking about, it is woo-woo. I don't do woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> Get over that. Because really what we're talking about here is your your mindset and your uh, your ability to release work, to produce work and to release work that is captivating and effective. And so, so one of the greatest barriers is not ability, it is your mindset. And so call it woo-woo, call it what you will, but you have to work on your mindset. You have to give yourself permission to, as you said, to step out and to fail to release your work. It's never, it never turns out as badly as you fear it will to experiment, to do all of those creative things that the inner child will do. Because if you don't give yourself permission to do these things, you're going to be staring at blank screens. You're mm -hmm. going to be struggling with creating content. It's going to feel like a slog instead mm -hmm. of a fun adventure, it can be a fun adventure. And the more you let it be a fun adventure, the more effective it is. Absolutely. And so I want to go on a uh, riff on that topic of the adventure. You yeah. know, one of the things with, with young children, if you spend any time with them, um, they get up in the morning and they leap out of bed. Mm -hmm. And maybe they have a little too much energy for those of us who haven't had our coffee yet. <laughs> right. But the point is that they're excited because the new day contains things they know that are going to be exciting and new and different. And as we get older, we get a little jaded. Mm -hmm. we, we've seen it all. We've done it all. And I think that's why I love traveling so much. Mm -hmm. You need to reconnect with your inner child and go do something you've never done. If right. you can afford it, take a trip to Europe, go yeah. do that. If you can't go one town over and wander through their art museum or their yeah. gardens, but yeah. do something. You've never been ax throwing, go ax throwing, you yeah. know, do something that you've never done. Yep. And then step back and look at what you just did and how does it relate to what you do every day. One of yeah. my favorite blog posts, one of my most popular pieces, I had done um, scotch tastings in, in, mm -hmm. in, in Scotland and in Ireland. We did, we did uh, whiskey tastings. And after a while, they were all kind of the same. Um, I'm not a big fan of brown, brown alcohol. I'm kind of a vodka girl anyway, but okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I noticed was that each of the um, distillers had a passion for their product and each of them focused 
on a different element of the process and said, this is what we do better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And so I used that story as the starting point for a piece on differentiation and on Mm -hmm. creating your unique identity. I would never have had that perspective had I not had that experience. Right, right. And you, you went and had that experience for the sake of having an experience. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to distilleries and say, I am going to go on a trip to Scotland and to Ireland for the sake of coming up with story ideas for mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my blog post. No, and, and I, just, I just recorded an episode of this podcast with my mastermind partner, Dixie Gillespie, and we were talking about this very thing about the adventuring for adventuring sake the the uh, the go for a walk for a walk's sake create something for creation's sake without an agenda because if we if we put ourselves in the box and say okay i need to go take a walk and when i'm finished with the walk i want to have five ideas for my next emails or blog posts or i need to have the wireframe built in my head for my website what happens is you you put yourself you put pressure on yourself and and it doesn't happen whereas if you just build time into your life to do what you're describing Lorraine you are going to unleash creative absolutely uh, creative rivers that are within you mm-hmm. it's not about waiting for the muse to strike from outside the muse is inside of you the creation is inside of you and you'll discover things that you didn't even realize you were looking for it's a really powerful piece of advice. Well, and you know, your brain, um, we don't really understand everything that the brain does, but what we do know is that sometimes yep. if you walk away from a problem, you're focused on something else, but this little corner of your brain is still working on it. That's so that right. when you sit back down to work on it again, those two things kind of collide. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you said something about, you know, the creativity is in all of us. I think that one of the things about creativity and creative thinking is that there, that I said at the beginning, they're different creative styles and you Mm -hmm. do need to get a sense of kind of how do you create? Um, Mm -hmm. There are the Benjamin Franklins in the world. These are the guys that were outstride in a rainstorm with a kite and a key. Mm -hmm. Okay. High risk things nobody else ever did before. Mm-hmm. Then there are the uh, Teslas and Thomas Edison's and probably more Tesla, but you know whether we could argue that all day long on the light bulb, who didn't stand out in the rainstorm. It would mm-hmm. never have occurred to them to stand out in the rainstorm, but they looked at the result of that activity and tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed until they got a light bulb. Mm-hmm. And so, as you start to figure out where are you better? Are you on the bleeding edge? Do you like to live at the end of that cliff trying to figure out what's next? Or do you want to step one step back and go, okay, see that. Now let me see how I improve it. Mm -hmm. One of the best things you can do is find a partner, find somebody who plays on the other end of that spectrum. So Mm -hmm. you be you, they'll be them. And together you do great stuff because um, not all genius is solitary. 
I I completely agree with that. And and it's it's no accident that I mentioned my mastermind mm-hmm. partner. She and I, so I'm in larger mastermind groups with many, many people, but Dixie and I get together for two hours every week, two separate one-hour meetings every week. We're bouncing ideas off each other. We're learning from uh, what one another is doing. And, and we completely, completely subscribe to the point that you just made that, that creativity is often not a solitary exercise. It often is, mm-hmm. but, but most great creators are also sharing and bouncing off ideas with other or collaborating with others and are, are, are discovering things in that collaboration that wouldn't have come out of the, of the solitary exercises that, uh, that we all, or that many of us put ourselves through. Absolutely. Um, you know, one other thing, I guess, on collaboration partners, um, and it's sort of a follow-up to the story, you know, when I came home um, and, you know, my paper was all crumpled and I, my uncle was visiting and, um, you know, he asked me what was wrong and I told him and he takes the piece of paper and he kind of smooths it out and he says, oh no, baby, your teacher was wrong. This uh, is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And I took the piece of paper and I hung it on my wall for a while and I felt better. Mm-hmm. And what I would say is that anyone who is going to unleash their inner child, you have to have that supportive adult in yeah. your world. Yeah. You got to have that person who unconditionally will tell you you're okay. It's right. It's a good idea. Now they shouldn't do that all the time, mm-hmm. but you, you need to have it. Um, when I started Round Peg, I had a, a mastermind partner and we would argue, we would fight, we would brainstorm, we would do all sorts of things. But if I started a conversation with, I need you to just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just have to get this idea out. That was code for just, just let me get the idea out. Listen to me. And let it be for a moment or two before we start picking it apart. Mm-hmm. And, um, to, and he would do the same thing to me. And we right. came up with just some wonderful, really innovative and different. Um, he was running a networking group at the time. And we grew it from, you know, 30 of us to 1300. In, wow. You yeah. know, in, and, and, and just really changed how people networked in the city. So mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of fun and it was built on this idea of let's brainstorm. I know this is crazy, but let me get it out. And, and you got to have those people. Yep. Yeah. And the person, gotta... the, the person who you can trust mm-hmm. to listen and to hear you and also trust to give you meaningful feedback, Absolutely. You know, not just be, not just pay lip service to everything you do and, you know, nice job, nice job, nice job. No, yeah. but real meaningful and constructive feedback. It's so critical. Yeah. And, and I think um, sometimes you have to be the adult for others. And, and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's been interesting as um, I went through the 20 years in the company and I had lots of young professionals come in and they're like, oh, I have this great idea. And in the back of my head, I'm screaming, oh my God, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. And, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, it'll never work. We've tried that. And what you have to stop and, and do is pause and say, it didn't work when I did it. 
-hmm. maybe they have a better idea. Yeah. And so it's okay to say to someone, okay, you know what? I have tried that. It didn't work for me. Let's mm -hmm. figure out how we make it work. Or let me tell you what went wrong. So as you're building your plan, you can avoid some of those missteps without right. saying, oh no, don't do it because it won't work. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's exactly right. So Lorraine, tell us a bit about your journey. Take us to where you are now, but but tell us a little bit about how you got there as well. <laughs> so we're going to say it wasn't really a straight line. Um, uh -huh. uh, something I didn't tell you offline, my undergrad was in elementary education. Um, uh -huh. I did teach for a year and then realized that was not where I wanted to be. I got into business by accident, discovered I liked it, ultimately built a career in marketing. Um, and I worked my way through the corporate ladder. I was a product manager. I was a brand manager. I did channel management. And one morning I woke up and went, hmm, this is really not as much fun as I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I had big office. I had a huge staff. I had a great budget. I had the job I had dreamed about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also uh, realized that when I had really unique and innovative ideas, I could only take them so far before running into that corporate bureaucracy. And so mm -hmm. I figured I would get out on my own. I started a business that was going to teach other managers how to build high performance mm -hmm. teams. And that was 2002, 2002. And at that point, um, there were more people than jobs and companies mm -hmm. really didn't care. And so while I was trying to get that to work, I kept getting lots of requests from friends going, hey, you used to do marketing, can you? And one day I turned around and I went, wow, I, I have a marketing company. Yeah. And uh, that was not where the changes ended because anybody who has been in the industry during that period remembers it was the early days of email, which I know you're um, very familiar with. And then there was blogging and then suddenly there was social media and it was kind of a wild west because mm -hmm. there were not a lot of rules and we were making it up as we went along and we were learning and um, some things worked well and there were some glorious failures. Um, and so I did that for uh, 20 years, sold the company and today I kept the things I love best. I kept yeah. the podcast. I still do training and consulting and um, I still do conferences and talk about marketing to groups and yep. uh, it's fun. And and who hires you, Lorraine? Who's who's the ideal client so for you? The, the ideal clients for me are actually associations. Uh -huh. that are running conferences and events. And my core expertise is in service industries. So mm -hmm. um, both home services and professional services, accountants, mm -hmm. lawyers, you know, CPA societies, um, plumbers, the uh, National Heating and Air Conditioning Contract Association of America, those kind of organizations where you have business owners who are service professionals mm -hmm. who... Um, make a living based on their expertise, really, and um, need to know more about marketing and building marketing plans and programs. And so I love going in doing seminars, day-long conferences, one-hour pop-ups. That's kind of my happy place. 
perfect perfect by the way i have a, a problem with my water heater in my basement and i called a plumber a couple of days ago and he ghosted me and didn't show up for the appointment we called yesterday said what's up they said oh we had an emergency and I guess the emergency disabled their telephone or their email or their texting ability because they didn't tell us they had an emergency. They just ghosted us. And then they promised to uh, call yesterday to reschedule. And at this moment, uh, at this moment, they have not called again. So, you know, if you hold any sway with that association still, maybe you could help me find a plumber. But that's well, not... <laughs> so my suggestion at this point would be to find another plumber. Oh, um, I absolutely am finding another plumber. And th there's a marketing story in the, oh there are a bunch God. of there uh, a bunch of marketing lessons here that, you know, don't take even the the lowest level prospect for granted because um you know who knows how much he doesn't know what size house i live in he doesn't know how many uh water heaters i i have and you know, in, in, you know if you're going to remodel your bathroom next year exactly um keep your promises mm -hmm. um don't make bs excuses um a million a million marketing lessons in in oh. that story but i i'll find myself a plumber i don't I don't need you to help me, Lorraine, but uh, it is interesting the work, the work that you've done. And, and for people who are interested in learning more and uh, getting access to some of the things that you do, where is it that they should go and what is it that they'll find? I think they should go to morethanafewwords.com. That's mm -hmm. my podcast website. The episodes are typically 10 minutes. They're just really little marketing tips. And there's yeah. a link to the toolbox if you're looking for training and, and tools. And connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. That's my go-to platform. I share a lot of content, articles. Yeah. Um, I'm involved with a lot of chat groups so that if you find me on LinkedIn, you're going to get involved in some interesting discussions that's, about marketing. That that is awesome that is awesome and any parting words for the audience today take what you do seriously just don't mm -hmm. take yourself seriously don't take it that seriously yeah i you know at the heart of what we've talked about is that if you have fun if you mm -hmm. smile maybe even crack a joke from time to time present with personality Mm -hmm. you're going to yeah you might stumble you might embarrass yourself from time to time but in the end you're going to make real and better and human connections with people and that makes an enormous enormous difference in how well you'll do attracting clients and and building lifelong valuable relationships with them so all of this advice that you've shared with us today lorraine i think is so valuable I greatly appreciate your approach. I appreciate what you do. And I encourage everybody who's listening or watching today to spend some time checking out uh, Lorraine's stuff, visit her website, connect with her on LinkedIn and uh, join the conversation. Join the conversation. I know I've, I've visited uh, Lorraine's LinkedIn uh, profile and she's not kidding. There's a lot going on there and everybody can find something that's valuable to them. As far as this episode, for those of you who are still listening and still watching, I am so grateful. So is Lorraine. 
whatever platform you're on, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify, wherever you are, we'd greatly appreciate it if you give that five-star thing a click, give it a five-star review, uh, share your insights, because when you do that, other people like you can discover this content and you're sharing a gift with them. So uh, please do review the 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 uh, episode. And for more from Story Power Marketing, go to storypowermarketing.com where you can sign up for my email list, get free resources, video trainings, downloads, and learn more about how to create content that captivates prospects and inspires them to hire you. Lorraine, thank you once again for a great conversation. Thank you for what you do. And I look forward to continuing the conversation after we uh, turn off the the studios and the record button and uh, seeing you down the road. Thanks again, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business-building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.